You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick shout out to Printful, our sponsor here on the show. Grow your brand and make a lasting impression with Printful. They offer more than 250 high quality products from apparel and accessories to home and living items and so much more. Connect your store, choose your product, upload your design, and Printful is automatically fulfilling your orders on demand and shipping them to your customers around the world. There are no order minimums, so you won't get stuck with leftover inventory, and you only pay when you make an order. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is a different kind of an episode. Every now and then I get an inbound message asking to be on the show. I haven't really pursued any of them, but when I got this message from Juliana, I had to take it. I'm actually thankful I read my LinkedIn messages last week, which normally are 100% junk, but I recognize her name, Juliana Jackson, the CLV lady, sometimes people call her. Juliana, so flattered that you reached out. I'm excited to have you on the show. For everyone who is unfamiliar, maybe you can start by giving us a brief introduction about you and your background. Thanks for having me, Ben. Indeed, I uh, slid in your DMs for this. (laughs) No shame. (laughs) It was great. Yeah, I just like your podcast because it's very tactical, you know, like a great insight pill. So I'm Juliana. They call me the CLB lady because I can't stop talking about customer life and value. And I'm actually, as of recently, the chief growth officer for uh, OmniConvert. It's actually probably the first, we are the first ones that know this. <laughs> and yeah, I'm one of the architects of the customer value optimization category that we're trying to build. It was first started by Drew Sanoki from Nerd Marketing. And I just kind of took over the torch from, uh, from Drew. And I'm also the chief editor for nerdmarketing.com. So I work with Drew as well. So what I'm trying to do in, a, in e-commerce is to help brands approach customer retention and approach customer lifetime value uh, you know, uh, strategies. And I, I have like the hardest sell in the industry, right? <laughs> I sell mindset switches. And uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. And today, actually, I don't want to talk about customer retention and customer lifetime value, which is a first for me. That's why I slid in your DMs. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like you've been sitting on an, an idea for a podcast for a while, which you said to me and, and when you reached out, which is like your biggest treasure for customer acquisition is sitting in the pool of customers you've actually lost. So can you tell us, what do you mean by that? Oh, man. So for who follows me, and a lot of people that follow me know that I've always been very, uh, I guess, vocal about the commoditization of retention and acquisition, right? And a lot of people, you know, like we're all focused on acquisitions and we all want the best customers. We all want the highest margin at the first order, but that doesn't really happen, right? Because right now, the cost, uh, the acquisition costs are making us bleed, especially since the iOS 14. Like for some people, they didn't get affected at all. But for some in luxury fashion, the CPMs are hurting, right? So before the whole iOS 14 thing started, I just started testing something. So we use a tool to do RFM segmentation. What is RFM segmentation? Yeah, right. <laughs> so... <laughs> In a very, very short way, RFM stands for Recency, Frequency, and Monetary Value. It's an old age methodology, 
of segmenting your customers based on how recent they buy, how frequent they buy, and how much money they spend in your uh, shop. So doing this type of segmentation, you will get different segments of customers that hold or don't hold value to your business. So you cannot talk about customer lifetime value if you don't understand the customer value, right? So in these segments of people, you get your VIPs, your soulmates, your champions, whatever, the new potential customers that can be VIPs and whatnot. But then you get your churn customers. You're about to dump you. That's how we call them. Your ex-lovers or, you know, breakups. And so these are, those are people like who bought once and are never going to yeah. buy again. Exactly. But the secret in those groups is that a lot of them used to be VIPs. And a lot of them used to be, uh, you know, to have, for example, a very, very good group I call Don Juan, which is, a, is like one night standards that come and buy from you one time. They have a huge AOV but they never come back again. So what I've seen practicing when it comes to acquisitions for different agencies that I'm working with is that they take the lookalike audiences from the soulmates and VIPs, and they're thinking that if someone is a soulmate to a brand, the ones that you will acquire will automatically be soulmates too. But the problem is that if you do lookalike audiences, you cannot replicate the behavior. You can only replicate the customer, right? You don't know if that customer is going to stay with you over time. So based on this hypothesis, I said, okay, but the customers that you lose, you know, also have a a great value to your business. It's just that you don't have them anymore. So instead of blasting them with boring 20% discount campaigns that everyone is doing right now, why don't you take those people out of the, you know, of your customer database and use them to create lookalike audiences? Hmm. Let's talk about the Don Juans. Those are my favorite. A lot of people don't want them, but... What I've seen, fashion stores, I work with a lot of fashion stores. So when they do campaigns, they do have some people on each cohort of new customers that purchase one time, but they have $300, $400, $500 AOV. Mm. They never come back because usually this is where the retention part kicks in. Is that usually the brand does not have a great post-purchase flow or experience. So, of course, if your experience, the customer experience that you provide is not as good as, you know, as your product is, people are not going to come back. So the secret is this. The way to identify these customers in your database, you don't have to use RFM, but you can use your email, uh, you know, provider. And you can check customers that haven't been active in, I don't know, a year Mm. or nine months or a year and a half. It all depends on your, uh, you know, your business model. But just to give you like a great example, if you're selling CPG, if you're selling fashion, if you're selling, you know, products that have a high recency and a high frequency, usually, then this is for you. If you're selling low frequency product, then this is not a tactic that you should use Hmm. because it's not the same. Like everything depends on what you're selling. So, yeah, if you want to find this customer, go ahead. And the reason you're thinking about grabbing people like from a year ago that bought 300 bucks but haven't bought since is, you know, the idea is between, you know, when they bought and now maybe you have a much better post-purchase, you know, nurturing experience experience in place. And so now you can go out and try to look for people that kind of uh, look like the big spender, one-time spenders that you had in the past. Exactly. But the caveat here is that you must not mess up the onboarding experience and the Mm -hmm. post-purchase experience. The reason why you should do this is because your acquisition cost is going to drop a lot. It's so much cheap to use lookalikes of people that you lost 
than using new people or active people. And this is because Facebook is not going to inform, you know, when you target on Facebook, it's very hard to find the right people. A lot of people use a lot of third-party data pools. A lot of people try to use first-party data, like the one I'm talking about. But a lot of times you cannot match that to what you need from your store. But this is where lost customers begin to have the heavier value is because these people already expressed, you know, they did their thing with you. You churned them. Yeah. Natural churn happens for a reason. And um, I've been telling you about this. There's a natural churn happening every year from 15 to 25% for each e-commerce store. You know, like it's normal. It's okay to lose customers. But if you want to do some sort of upkeep and if you want a way to lower your acquisition cost, the way you can do it is by looking at the customers that you lost and use those customers for your lookalike campaigns on, uh, on Facebook. Now, the secret is to not use the ones that have a low uh, average order value. So the secret is to find the customers within your ESP or whatever you are using to um, manage your customers. It can be your email provider, it can be your CRM, it can be your CDP, it can be whatever you are using. You have to look at when were the last time active and you have to always calculate based on your buying uh, you know, cycles because if you have 30, 60, 90, you want to look at 120 days, right? If you're selling, I don't know, fashion and your average days between transactions is 60 or 70, you have to look at people that have a year of non-activity on your, on your shop. Yeah. So using that and setting up for the average order value, you will get segments of customers that brought money to your store that were once active, but they're not anymore. And you use those CSVs of customers and you upload them into Facebook Pixel and then you bring more like them. Once you acquire these people, you have to make sure that you tag them right in your email system or CRM system. So you know that you have to provide a very specific onboarding so you keep them engaged with you because everything starts and ends with the post-purchase experience. And we did this research on uh, 1,200 and plus Shopify stores. And we found out that on average, most of the e-commerce brands lose 75 to 85% of all their customers after one order. Mm. And this is like an industry problem. The retention rate is like 23, 25% at best. Mm. So the way you increase your retention rate, the way you increase your customer lifetime value and you reduce your acquisition cost is by using everything you have in a holistic way. So when I came up with this idea, it might not sound like it's some brain surgery stuff, but you would be surprised how many people just do not use their customer database. No, I I love it. Honestly, Juliana, I mean, it's super tactical, right? And Friday, I was catching up with a good friend of mine who runs marketing for a brand, mm-hmm. you know, two years ago, they did a million in revenue. Last year, they did about 4 million in revenue. And he does all of their, their paid ad spend too. Mm-hmm. And he was saying because of that changes with Apple and Facebook and iOS 14, his CPMs and his cost of ads are basically up five times Yeah, and revenue is dropping. Yeah. Right. So like what I love about this episode is this is a, a tactical example of like one thing that you can try that you know may a bring down your cost of acquisition because you're using lookalikes and really help drive high value customers that hopefully now with new automation you can retain. So this is this is great. So 
Juliana, I just wanted to thank you. Um, we'll call this episode, what should we call this? How to use lost customers to drive better acquisition? Something like that, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. I love it. Really, really good takeaway here. Give it a shot and uh, let us know if it works for you. Yeah, thank you for having me, Ben. Awesome. Awesome.